back in the studios here at Warsham Hall, the Wedding Planning with Pim recording studios, and we've got a very special guest with us, and of course, our co-host, Pim Fister-Clark. Hello, and when it's not the Wedding Planning with Pim studio, it's the Around Town with Stark and Clark studio. That's exactly right, and we've got a lot of things to cover today, so let's get right into it and welcome in our good friend, Greg Gibson. Hi, Greg. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's our pleasure, always. So, Greg. Yes. We've known each other for years years and years uh what brings you into our studios today well a number of things but the primary reason i'm here today is to talk about the sofa school of fine arts foundation give back days that are coming up march 5th through march the 7th and that with area merchants that are giving back a percentage of their um take in if you will for supporting the arts at the local high school just to remind folks, when we say sofa, we're not talking about a piece of furniture. We're not we? talking about a couch. It, it's not no. like a President's Day mattress sale. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. In fact, Kurt Hamilton, who's on the board, said something about get off the couch and support sofa for this fundraiser. Nice. Clever. So. <laughs> That's so clever. First off, tell folks a little bit more about yourself and your background. And boy, uh, your life has been all about the arts. And, and it, it has been a lot of about the arts. I, I am a hometown boy. I graduated in 1977 from Henderson County High School. I had David Eatonson and Miss Whitledge for art for four years. Two great teachers. I went on after that to um, The Hill, which was an extension of the University of Kentucky at that point and did one year of that and then worked in my family's business for a year and said, oh no, I don't want to do that for the rest of my <laughs> life. So I got accepted into the University of Cincinnati's architecture program. I did not start in that program because it was going to be a six-year program. And my father said, you can't make a living in the arts, which is false. Uh, and I signed up for a business degree. Uh, and pursued that for three years and was bored silly. And when it came time for my elective to take a class, I took a drawing class from uh, the art school at the University of Cincinnati, which is the School of Design, Architecture, Art, and Planning. And I had a professor, his name was Marty Tucker, who said, Greg, why aren't you in this college? I said, it's a long story, Marty, but I went to school forever. And I turned to my neighbor. His name was Mike Smith. He was from Chicago. And I said, Mike, what is your major? He said, industrial design. I had no clue what industrial design was. And uh, he said, industrial designers typically design automobiles, furniture, toys, all the instruments that we use today that are on this desk right here were all styled by an industrial designer. So I said, that sounds really interesting. I walked downstairs, signed up for a five-year program. Wow. So I was in school forever, Bill, but not really. I, but it seems like it. It did I, seem like it, I'm sure. Yeah. That's okay. Sometimes it, it's never a linear path. No, for no, 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 no. And, 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 and everything else you learned has helped as well. Oh, my gosh. Uh, to take those three years of, of business and then actually – a fourth year business because I completed that business degree. I'm a left brain, right brain mm -hmm. design creative person. So if it doesn't make good business sense, then I'm probably not going to get on board with Amen it. Amen to that. That's yeah. one of the things I tell all of my art students. And I did that as well. I mm -hmm. have a business degree as well uh, as an art degree. And it's so important, important 
Yes. So important. Critical thinking is a left brain, right brain uh, thing. And, and it really, really has helped me in my career to have pursued the business and the creative side of things. I went on to work at Macy's and design floats for the Thanksgiving Day Parade as an internship there. And then I went to Disney and spent um, two years there as an intern. Uh, after that, I got a taste of living in Florida and moved back to Florida after I graduated. Now, they say at Disney, the first job they give you is sweeping up Pixie the popcorn. Does? Oh, popcorn. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I didn't do that. You didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that job. So you weren't probably in the park then, were you? I was not. I was at a trailer. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> yes, working out of a, a modular home system that employed what was then called WED, Walter Elias Disney, his initials, Walter Elias Disney, that then later became Imagineering. So oh, I was nice. an Imagineer uh, before it was called an Imagineer. It was called WED. So, yes, uh, Michael Jackson walked through our studio one day, and he was infatuated with Disney and um, met him, met lots of people. And I went on to make friends for life that I still stay in touch with there and actually went to work when I graduated from the University of Cincinnati I mailed resumes from Fort Myers all the way across the state south. I thought I wanted to work in an advertising agency. So I I mailed uh, resumes to ad agencies, and um, I didn't land anything there, but I landed a job in Coconut Grove, Florida, which is south of Miami, for an entertainment design firm that was designing uh, projects around the world. And then two guys that I worked with at Disney started their own Imagineering company, and asked me if I would come up and work for them in Orlando, and I said yes. So I moved back to um, Orlando, and uh, I was with them for about 10 years, and then I went out on my own doing um, consulting work and doing a lot of themed environments for children's hospitals, of all things. How about that? They're very special indeed, niche. Mm-hmm. But I, I did um, the Center for Children in Evansville at um, Ascension Health. When I came back here, that was the only big project I did in when what I would call relating to the Disney stuff uh, around here. So what brought you back here? What brought me back here was my 90-year-old grandmother. Bless her heart. The, bless her heart, <laughs> yes. I had eight years with her before she passed away, and my mom was her primary caretaker, and I wanted to spend some time with her. And I could work from wherever at that point doing what I was doing. So that's what brought me back. Well, we're so glad that you had that time with your grandmother that yeah. you could help your mom out, but it's a blessing to Henderson. Yeah. Well, so. thank you. Thank Absolutely. you. You're kind. And I mean, as soon as you set foot back in your home county, you looked for ways to be a part of this community, and that's what you've been doing ever since. I have. I love this community inside and out, and I would do anything. In fact, I just told Kendra Marsh about a year ago, I said, Kendra, I've been through uh, hospice care with my mother and my grandmother, with with your staff, and I see the beauty and joy of what you all can do. I said, if I can ever help, I've said I will help in whatever capacity I I can. So I've gone on to their board and of directors, St. Anthony's Hospice. St. Anthony's Hospice. That's wonderful. Know. They do such great work. Such and that's great work. I think that's a common theme that a lot of folks that have actually benefited from their services turn around and come and actually become a part of it to help others. Yes. Yes, they do. We need to have Greg back to talk about hospice. 
Well, we will. We'll have, we'll have Kendra and Greg. Bye That's right. Me. That exactly. sounds great. That, we'll yeah. have to do that. That'd be great. Now to kind of bring it up a more current day, of yes. course, uh, you're... I'm on, I'm on about five boards, but another board that I'm on is the um, School of, of Fine Arts Foundation. That board has been functioning for about eight years, and it was started by Brian Eatonson and Leanne Banna. They started it together to uh, actually fund projects at the high school and grade school suit for that matter. Brian went on to do other things. He retired from the school system. There's been a number of teachers that have rotated through the capacity of the head of SOFA, if you will. But it was originally started so that funds could be raised for the arts in the schools because they cannot fundraise if you're in the school system. Because of red book laws and other things, they, they, they just can't. So we, we created a 501c3, did our paperwork called the SOFA Foundation, and uh, I'm here to talk about give back days that we're going to do. In early March? Early March, March 5th through 7th, yes. About three, how many three days. Uh, uh, merchants are signing up for this? Well, I have personally contacted probably 20 we ask each one of the board members, and there's about 15 board members, to contact five merchants apiece and see if they can get them on board. They can either be a sponsor or they could be um, a donor a donor, and give uh, 10% of their uh, gross earnings those three days to back to us. And so um, we've had some people that just wanted to write a check for sponsorship and then other people that are going along with the percentage. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a percentage of your income over certain three days because not all businesses, some are seasonal, and they may not be open that time. So you can go ahead and write out a check as a donation. It doesn't have to be tied to just those three days. Yes. For example, I talked to Tom's funeral home this morning, and Leo is going to write a check and, and be a sponsor. But, you know, they because of... The nature of the cost of a funeral, you don't want 10% is a lot of money <laughs> and in the funeral world. Sure, so, sure. I take it, is this a first time to do a, this? This is our like first this? time. Uh, we, have, we have a handful of fundraisers that Leanne and Katie Groves from Farmer and Frenchman is also on the board. She's the vice president that we've talked about doing. We, we want to do a big, big gala at some point in time. That's going to take about a year to plan kind of similar to um, something that the Arts Alliance used to have as a yes. fundraiser so, uh, when they were Dancing with the... Stars, something mm-hmm. along that line, but not, be cool. not, not Dancing with Stars. That's been done. So something splashy like something that. Something splashy and big. Good. Yes. Good. I like it. Yeah. And so where does the money go that you're okay. going to raise? The money goes back to the foundation, and the foundation in turn supports the school. And we bought chairs for the choir department. For example, we sponsored kids so that they could have mentors and teachers that we brought in from the outside for band and for choir. We have a lot of needs in the uh, school system. For example, right now, the band and the choir can't rehearse at the same time because the sound barriers are, are so bad. So that needs to be addressed. They're actually still using this very same uh, drawing boards that I, that I drew on in 1977 out there right now in the art department. Same room, mm-hmm. same board, same drawing boards, same clog sink, you know, you name <laughs> it. Yeah. 
So same they're brushes, same, same probably same yeah. brushes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I bet those uh, bristles are starting to get a little thin. You know what? They they get hard as rocks. <laughs> yes, right. I've had to just do them. So there's a number of things. And unfortunately, that's always been the case. Uh, it seems like the extracurriculars in when it comes to band and choir and art. Uh, theater. Theater, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Are usually on the very the last, last of the list, right? Last of the list. And, and uh, that's unfortunate. It, mm-hmm. it has to be that way. Oftentimes, and, it's the instructors yeah. that personally take out of their own oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, income to provide for yes. different things. Yes. And just for mental health, music, oh, mental health drama, is, art, so important for here, mental here's health. Here's a quote. Here's a quote from a kid that um, it says, how have the arts helped you throughout your high school career? Not to be dramatic, but they kept me alive. I believe it. So it's things like that. Um, 73 high school students were surveyed and Help with mental health, 90% said. Helped them with mental health. Um, plans to pursue arts after high school, 85% of those said that. And then 90% said the arts are important to all students, not just the art students. So just a few little tidbits that I found fascinating. And, and things that I think maybe the greater population doesn't understand is that and, and I'll use the visual arts, drawing, that, painting, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The eye-hand coordination is so important. I have art students that have gone on to become sergeants. Dentists requires a tremendous amount of detail and intricate work. And the eye-hand coordination is so important. And, and just creativity. My goodness, if it weren't for the creativity where would we be well it's the arts touch so many different things they really do i mean we can't go through life without looking at things and i'm looking at your desk right here and the arts have touched a lot of things here the food we eat the food we eat yes the movies we watch every i mean the list is is long so don't ever, ever underestimate the power of the arts also, that sense of accomplishment, that uh, confidence building, and also the the team critical building. Thinking. Yeah, critical thinking. Getting over your fear of speaking in front of a large group of people, like in sure. theater or even performing um, in a concert. Mm-hmm. That's true. Inspiration, in spirit. In spirit. It does yeah. a tremendous amount to bring joy to not only the people that are participating as the doers, but the viewers as well. Sure. There's a lot of really talented kiddos out there, and there's not, not just out there. There's something in the water in 42420 that birthed a lot of creative people here in Henderson, Kentucky. It's obvious. Let's just look around. Look at the uh, different art exhibits uh, oh, yeah. that are on display and all the different folks that have participated in those over the years and, and still up till today. Real quick, how many students are there at the high school that are, are involved in, in SOFA? Right at about 1,000 students. I think I, the breakdown was 513 art students, 372 music students, and 134 theater students. So that's right at 1,000. Like the athletes on a football team or basketball court or baseball, whatever the sport might be, these students also have to keep up their grades oh, yeah. to be able to participate in these different programs. They do. They do. And, and oftentimes it helps them to do better 
Have we found that to be the case? Yes. I was one of those students that was, I, I knew I wanted to do something in the arts, and, and I had art for four years. Normally, it's three-year program, but I managed to get in my freshman year and then did it all four years. I, I can't say enough about the arts, the, how they have helped me. Appreciate what you and the foundation are involved in. And thank if, you. If anybody else wanted to be a part of the SOFA Foundation, they can contact me, uh, Leanne Banna. They contact Katie Groves, Sarah Courtney. Those are all officers of the foundation. Do you have a Facebook page? We do have a Facebook page. Yes. That is it put in the search bar SOFA Foundation of Henderson, Kentucky, and it'll take you to it. And so, you can, so we can get more information on yes, a specific ma'am. event by going to the Facebook page. Facebook there. page, okay. and we have a website too. Oh, great. Yeah. Is it H- HendersonSOFAFoundation.org. Okay. There you go. Good deal. Well, Greg, great to see you. Thank you so much Thank for being all. with us. Thanks for having me in. Always. Well, we well again, it. we'll have to do it again. And sure. You are one of those Renaissance folks that does so many different things. We won't run out of anything to, uh, no, to, talk, to talk about. about. That's right. And I appreciate your time. Well, we appreciate yours. Thank you so much. And Plus, you have a great day. Alrighty. We've got to add, I mean, this being... Uh, the 14th of uh, February that we're recording this. Happy Valentine's Happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day. And you are to, certainly decked out for it. I, yeah. I forgot to wear hey, red. I have on red. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you two got me Here, hold this red down. Corvette. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, it's our mascot. Yes. All right. We'll do it again. Take okay. care. Thanks. Thanks so much for spending your time with us. We'll have more great topics for you each Monday and Friday. They'll be posted to our website and also wherever you find your podcasts. Have an idea for our show? Email us at aroundtownwithstarkandclark at gmail.com. And be sure to tell your friends. He's Stark. And she's Clark. And until next time, we'll We'll see see you around town. town.